Um, before we start this uh, new episode, I want to do make a, a warning that uh, listener discretion is advised uh, because this topic is uh, controversial uh, due to its um, intense uh, graphical intention uh, with abortion. So uh, please do be aware that we're going to be uh, speaking on abortion and methods of abortion and uh, the effects of abortion and uh, fetal development and things of that sort. So if you're weak stomached or you just don't want to hear about that, uh, please do know that you can uh, click off at any time. Uh, thank you. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm pretty excited uh, to be back. We haven't made an episode in a while, but um, we're going to be doing abortion, one of our biggest topics. Um, however, we're going to have um, only uh, four other people on with us. Uh, there might be another episode on abortion with more people, uh, so look out for that. But uh, we're, we're very uh, excited for this episode, and um, we feel that it's going to be mature but also uh, we're going to learn a lot from it. So uh, before we start, yeah. let's introduce who we have. Uh, John? Hey, what's up? It's John Catalano. Still single <laughs> the day before Valentine's Day. Not looking forward to it. Bro. And then we have JD. Hi, um, I'm JD, I guess. Um, I'm new to this, so. All right. Yeah. Do you have sources yeah. prepared? Yes. All right, and then we have Scott. What up? Me and the tangerine. Yeah. And then yeah. Gideon. Gideon? Hey, guys. It's good to kid. And I'm expecting the <laughs> carnation tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so from here on out, uh, we're going to make sure to be as uh, mature as possible because this is a very uh, controversial topic. Um, and yeah. we just hope that you guys learn something and uh, that we can possibly rationalize our positions and uh, come to a consensus. Uh so uh, we're going to start off by uh, stating our claims, um, what we believe in uh, when it comes to abortion. And uh, before I do that, though, I want to set the scene a little bit. Uh, we're a little bit late to this, uh, but in New York, they passed an abortion law, a reproductive act, uh, allowing abortion up to the, uh, the, the late, uh, what is it, the third trimester. So um, that's something that had a lot of backlash uh, from the Republicans and from a lot of Democrats as well. And... Um, before, uh, I just want to see if uh, we all can agree that that's uh, insane, right? Like, third trimester? Does anyone agree with that here? No, I, I disagree a lot. <laughs> I'd have to disagree with that. <laughs> John, you disagree? Or do you yeah, agree? I, I don't like that. I don't like that. How about you, JD? I mean, it's basically a living being by then, so yeah. I don't. Yeah, okay. So, we all can we all can agree that that's uh, pretty pretty radical uh, to believe in abortion to the third trimester, right? I mean, I don't think that's right. I mean, it, it, it can, yeah. when when they abort it, it actually the the woman goes into labor anyway. So it's like, why can't she just go into labor with it alive? Why do you want to kill it? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that I don't sense, yeah. at that point. Yeah, it's a very it's it's a very sad um death for the child. If you, I I don't really want to get into it. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna get into it. I'm just gonna tell you, like, it's a very, it's a slow and painful death for the um child. It's usually a lethal injection. So, and sometimes it doesn't work on the first try. They do it again. So the baby, which has a nerve system, can feel everything that's gonna happen. Is feeling this awful, painful death in the mother's womb, and it, it, it's 
it's awful because you know the baby has no voice. So sometimes we need to step in and have a voice for those who who don't have a voice. All right, so Scott, you'd you'd, you'd like... say you're pro life, right? Yes, beautifully put, Scott. <laughs> uh, so Scott's, <laughs> so Scott's pro life. Uh, Gideon, are you pro life? Yeah, I know you are. I don't even have to ask. Yeah, uh, Jade, are you pro life or pro choice? Actually, before you answer that, um, we're going to switch it around a little bit because I feel like pro-life and pro-choice are very derogatory and like have their own meanings like alone. It's I feel propaganda. like it's before abortion. That makes sense, yeah. Abortion. I can agree with that. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what I told you. I know. That's what I'm saying. All right. So we're going to refer to them as uh, for abortion or against abortion. It makes it a little bit more specific. Uh, because I feel like if you're, if you're arguing against someone who's pro-life, it kind of like sounds very bad for you because you're like, oh... It's bad to be pro-life. Everyone but believes in life, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's kind of a weird term. I yeah, agree. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone believes in choice. So. Yeah. Yeah. choice, you, you don't believe women should have a choice. So it just sounds very okay. Um. So I'm personally pro-choice in the first trimester, or I, <laughs> I just said it. Uh, I'm basically uh, pro-abortion for the uh, to the first trimester. I feel like uh, there is an issue with Planned Parenthood. It's fu- a lack of funds. Um, and I feel like that um, abortion in the first trimester is an appropriate solution uh, for a mother who's un- incapable of having a child, either financially or physically or biologically speaking. Um, what about mentally? So, yeah, that's- mentally? Yeah, mental is another thing that uh, the uh, Democrats, the Democratic Party is, like, pushing, uh, like, with mm. the third trimester. Being mentally um, – what's the word? Mentally affected, negatively affected by the, uh, the child – the birth of the child that they can uh, push for having an abortion in the third trimester. That? That's like definitely not, uh, not in the third trimester. However, mm-hmm. I do think mental illness does play or like mental uh, health does play a, a factor. Like it is a, a factor uh, in like the, the health of the mother. You think, you think that if like someone's like, if they're like, uh, like it's a headache or their backs are turning, they can just kill. That's uh, exactly it. Yeah, not, like, a court case it, actually verified that anything, anything like, if the mother it's all like a weed. You can just say, "Hey, uh, I have a headache. Can I can I buy some weed?" You know, it's a lot like that. That's a, yeah. That's uh, a, is that what you I want? That's. I think that's an exploitation of the system. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. Same with the weed. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like there's going to be people who try to exploit the system, but I feel like um, it, it yeah. should definitely be a factor. Uh, mental illness and uh, just the mental health of a mother. I feel like mental health is a very you can honestly make a whole entire debate on its own about mental health and how big of a role it plays in the politics. Right. Uh, I don't really want. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get off topic because it has to do a lot with um, decisions when it comes to uh, murder and guns. And I feel like mental health is something that should be looked at and isn't looked up upon enough by our society. Exactly. In my opinion, I mean, look look at our prison system. Uh, you look at prison systems like Denmark, and they have very low prison attendance. They're actually their prisons are so empty, they're losing tax dollars oh, because of it. I believe it's Denmark. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. But because they're all about reform and helping. For In the U.S., our prison system is to punish, punish, punish. and doesn't work on reforming people. And I think that's a big issue we have. I think it ties into mental illness greatly. Um, before we get to the uh, arguing portion, or I guess the debating, rationalizing your position portion, um, we're going to have... John and uh, JD state their position on abortion. So, uh, John, what's your specific position? My position? I just say that um, 
you shouldn't be able to terminate the life of um, this unborn uh, life, except in uh, minority cases like uh, rape or incest. That's okay. And then JD. Um. Uh. Well, I'm all for abortion. Just like if it hits like that third trimester <laughs> thing. <laughs> like yeah, Antonio's no. point. Yeah, I feel like um, it kind of coincides at the same time. I'll be right back, guys. One second. Past the the first trimester, I feel like that's when the baby starts developing more and more. Like when the brain starts growing, and I feel like that's when it grows. If it were to grow consciousness, it'd be like in the second and third trimester. So I definitely disagree. However, I feel in the first trimester, the baby's not developed enough. It cannot live on its own with an incubator. Therefore, I don't think that that should count as a human person or a human life as Gideon believes that it should. And um, I think it should be uh, terminated in the first trimester. Although terminated sounds like a negative connotation. But uh, yeah. There's plenty of people that can't live without like help or an incubator. Are you allowed to kill them? Family's choice uh, in their lives as well. They can pull the plug if they really need to. Uh, Well, it depends, but there's like cases obviously where the the person's fatally injured and the the, if he's living just off of an oxygen tank, uh, an oxidizer, then the family does have the choice to pull that plug and uh, well, kill him. Let's put it in perspective. You know that person's going to, like, wake up or be better in nine months. Are you still going to pull it? Like, they're going to be fully functioning. Are you going to pull it? That is the best argument. Uh, However, there's so so many factors that play into it. Like, when that person's born, you have to say, okay, well, are you okay if that person's going to be alive and well in nine months? But then, again, they can't not be financially supported nor uh, just emotionally supported. Yeah, well, adoption, there's so many. Okay, I can look up statistics for that. Uh, it'll take me a minute. But there's so many orphans that haven't been adopted. Adoption is such a long, cru- grueling process. Ask anyone. Um, that it takes a year or, like, at least nine months to uh, assign, like, for adoption. And that's just, like, one child, you know. I feel like a- adoption, the system of orphanages and adoptions themselves is an issue. Um, and it's not, it's not easily accessible. And I feel like just saying, saying adoption, like that's not a solution to the whole, uh, substitution for abortion thing. Like, because adoption just itself is an issue or like has issues. Um, so yeah, um, that's, that's my counter argument for that. I'm gonna look up the orphanage rates and stuff right now. Well, well. If you look, if you, all right. So, like estimates, it's not easy to get a a good number on how many families are looking to adopt here in the U.S. But the estimates, um, let me see if I can find it in my notes. Um, I don't know exactly where it's from. You can ask me later, and I'll look for what it was. I'm pretty sure it's from the adoption website itself. I think that they say that there's 30 families waiting here in the U.S. Um, for every one adoptable child. So I, I think that there's enough families to support them. And obviously we legalized gay marriage back in a lot of um, LGBT people or uh, people who aren't able to get fertile that are um, looking to adopt. And I, yeah, so I think that it is a valid um, thing. Adoption should, should be a choice that people actually think about. And that's oh. the sad part with like, 
Planned Parenthood is when you go there, um, when you go there and you say, all right, I have this baby. Um, I don't want this baby. They say, all right, we'll set you up with an abortion. They don't, uh, necessarily, um, talk about all the other things as much as they should. And that's a problem that I have with Planned Parenthood in itself. We can argue about like the system of adoption, like all we want. Um, I feel like it's not going to like fix anything. Uh, definitely won't support any arguments like enough um, because like adoption is a, like a alternative method of getting rid of your child. Um, and not only that, but if you want to go into the anecdotal about like adoption, since you guys are all uh, like for that, that baby is a life, you know, in nine months, all that um, adoption in itself is emotionally uh, grueling for both the mother and the child. Uh, the child is a baby. The, the, the child, child is a baby. Like, we're talking about a baby. All right. Well, it's their children. Um, by the time they get adopted, <laughs> they're definitely at least children. Uh, but yeah, I feel like um, it's um, it's uh, just such a, such a like extraneously uh, like just a stressful process. And also, of course, one hundred thirty-five thousand children are adopted in the United States each year. Uh, according to adoptionnetwork.com might be false. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like um, in general, that, that's not enough children. If there's 428,000 in foster care and like less than are being adopted, those children are going to grow up inside these orphanages, which not only is a hard life for them, hard enough life, um, but there there's one less than one third that's, um, able to be adopted so i feel like if you want to go to adopt there's still not enough adopting occurring well even there so i'd like to say one one thing there antonio is that all right so you think that uh the mother should be able to choose whether uh you think that they should be able to choose someone should be able to choose that for another person choose whether they either never live at all or whether they live live in um live in foster care you think i don't think that's right i don't think someone should be able to choose that for me whether so i live or whether... parents who would provide financial stability uh a, a domestic life uh should not have the option to give up the child for uh adoption you're the one that was all for adoption in the first place i don't know why you're now arguing against adoption so what's i'm not arguing against adoption you just said you don't think it should be the parents choice whose choice it, should it be you think the baby's gonna go i want to be adopted no no, that's not how it works, Gideon. I know that's. The government's choice. I'm sure. Just listen. I'm sure if you ask, like, yeah, yes, exactly, yes. It would and be I know the that sounds libertarian. I know that's it's very unlibertarian of me. You know, in most cases, I am libertarian. In most cases, but in this case, I think that I think that the government's only job is life, liberty, and property to make sure that we have those rights and no one infringes on those rights. All right. To a whole nother argument, but yeah. To my understanding, to my understanding, anything else is extra. And to my understanding, my own thoughts, I think that the fetus is protected. And I think that that right to liberty is protected by the government. I don't think that someone should be able to choose. I think the constitution or in any laws, it says that the baby in the first trimester is a individual life or a human or a, it doesn't, but it didn't include, um, it didn't include African-Americans either. And like the right to property or like, it didn't include a lot of people, but so you can make that argument, but you're making the same argument that historically has been used to, um, oppress. So discriminate. 
Yeah. So then where, where, do you, um, where do you go for your laws? Where do you go for your rules and regulations uh, in society, in American society, if not the Constitution, which has forged uh, the U.S. government for 300 years? Um, well, the Constitution isn't supposed to shape society as much as it's supposed to just protect those rights. The government's control and government's, yeah, on rights. Right? I mean, am I wrong? Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Constitution is what we refer to when looking at laws and when, like, regulating state laws and things of that sort. So um, there is in the Constitution here, it says in uh, rewirenews.com that abortion is protected by the rights to bodily integrity and to make decisions about the family. And that's due to the uh, very controversial case, uh, Roe versus Wade, uh, which was a unanimous decision, as we all know, 51% to 49% or something on that line, uh, 51 supporting it. Uh, But also that that court case does, uh, was a Supreme Court case. uh, Yeah, but don't bring that up though, because that's invalid. That's not. I I can talk about all day how that's invalid. I can talk about all day how that's invalid. Not everyone agrees with that court case. Um, Can you repeat what's invalid? I can't say what it was. We've been like making laws based upon it for like 40 years. Because no one can do anything. What are you going to, what are you going to do? You see, the whole thing is the law of the like, Wait, wait. What, what was claimed as... Uh, what was claimed as... Overview, Roe vs. Wade. It was a court case um, that was uh, supporting... Like, uh, the the prosecution was supporting uh, abortion. Uh, it was a Supreme Court case. And it uh, pretty much uh, paved, like, the, the pathway for abortion to be uh, constitutionally correct or constitutionally allowed. Um, using the right to integri- uh, s- a singular person's integrity uh, and like the, the, their body and their property and to make decisions about their own family. Um, and it was a unanimous, unanimous decision that came down to like a very close percentage. I'm pretty sure it might have been exactly 50 I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but Roe versus Wade is like pretty much the thing that you need to know about in order to uh, understand why abortion is legal in America. So that- it it kind of goes down to it. I don't know why they're claiming it's invalid. I want to hear their side. Uh, so, yeah. Many many legal scholars have said that it's a disgrace to the mm-hmm. court. Right, well, um, I, I can't tell you the I, names. I can't tell you the names. Well, so. I, didn't, I don't think I wrote it down. They say that it took um, advantage of the vagueness of the Constitution. It took, or something. It created, I don't know. It created the law, bro. I don't know if I when was the last it. time the Supreme Court was allowed and, to create laws, bro? That was for, that's for the legislative branch. Not the okay. judiciary. So yeah, so it's like automatically incorrect, and and abortion's not mentioned, wasn't mentioned, or whatever. It's specifically in the Constitution. So therefore, by the Tenth Amendment, it's left to the states. So why that? Why are they allowed to decide on it? It's yeah. Hey, Jay, do you want to jump in? I'm sorry if we've been. Um... It's a gotcha, bro. I don't know if I'm. <laughs> you know. I mean, I really have nothing to say. All right, just making sure. Don't wanna. You know. I don't know. Yes. I feel like I, and I'm pretty sure like, that the um, well, let me say something. I feel like um, the not understanding or not supporting Supreme Court decision in Roe versus Wade is um, disregarding the balances and checks policy that we've uh, like had as a government for so many years in the Constitution. Uh, I feel like uh, you can't just disregard a Supreme Court decision that's uh, as important as Roe Ro versus Wade as invalid. Um, even though you might disagree with the, the outcome, I feel like it's kind of harsh 
to say that something's invalid because it didn't go the way you wanted it to go. I'm it's not, it's oh, not why. That's not why. You That's not why, Antonio. Well, you're saying that they, they, they slammed. I told you the they... fact, bro. No, no, no. Let me restate my claim because you obviously didn't hear it. Abortion's not stated in the Constitution. So then by, therefore, the Tenth Amendment, anything not stated in the Constitution is left to the states. So why were they allowed to decide on abortion when it's not in the Constitution? Why can't the states decide on that? They do decide on that. I mean, but why were they allowed to? Why was How Roe v. Wade allowed to happen? How was Roe v. Wade allowed to happen? It's, it's, it's the individual state's policy that decides whether yeah. or not you can have abortion. Correct, right? It's state yeah, law. It's the states. But the Constitution, say Florida, says right to integrity. To... States exercise that right in order to have a, abortion. That's how that works. It wasn't a, a yeah. national thing that made abortion legal in all the whole country. It's I know, a national I know, thing that made allowed abortion to be able to be lawful in all the countries. So I think that's where we had to clear it up a little bit there. Uh, I'm not saying that... I'm not saying okay. I'm not saying that Roe versus Wade was complete fair court case. I'm just saying you have to regard you have to regard it as a Supreme Court decision that did completely yeah. change uh, abortion laws for. Uh, yeah, no matter what the decision I think is, I'm agree respect, on that. Uh, what it was. Yeah, I agree on that, but I'm just saying it's, it's the top about, legal law. Yeah. And yes, you can deny the claim, but at the end of the day, it happened. It did happen. I mean, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. You may say they cheated, but they won the Super Bowl. It didn't change anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, it all goes down to that. Uh, so you want to shift the argument to yeah, dude. something else? Going to okay. Um, I'd like to bring in the fact. Of kind of just like what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to bring in facts in a sense of how facts. abortion is something that it it's a very it's a very hard subject to talk about and I think one of the main Why things is that? that why do you think that is it, it's controversial a lot of people disagree exactly it, so it's gonna and spark emotion. I, because, I just feel because, I feel we need to have a voice for those. Who, who can't speak. I mean, this is a very, you know, that, that statement's been used a lot by the conservative side. I've heard it a lot. But I think one of the main things is I see a difference between... Now, Antonio, I'm trying to understand your stance a little more. Um, do you necessarily uh, agree, or JD, or anyone who's on the who's on uh, pro-abortion side, you know, whatever, I just want to understand your claims so I can back it up. Are you guys necessarily for... Are you guys seeing it as like a woman's rights thing, as it's a part of the woman's body and it's their choice and whatnot? Uh, it's uh, that whole uh, My Body, My Choice movement? Yeah, JD, you, you got it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, I don't want it. Well, just, just say why why you support uh, abortion, because you, you have Yeah, because I want to understand like your guys' claims so I can... I mean, it's really just all up to them, like... It's not like you're ever gonna meet this child anyway. So you'd say it's like a, a pro, like pro. You're for women's having uh, a woman having the choice. Like a liberty. So, uh, I'm gonna take counter that. I'm just gonna say that I understand that you know you you may say it's an inflictment on women's rights. I I don't necessarily think so. The the actual um, baby has a way different uh, DNA than the mother. I feel it's. You can have a different exactly. blood type. Exactly. It's it's not. I mean, I don't know if you're necessarily saying that's it, like it's part of the woman's body and that they have that choice of yeah, from, removing that. But I I just feel like it's a different part. It, it's something that it's not. It's, I I just don't see it as something. I feel. What am I trying to say? I don't want this come. I don't want this. I don't want this to come off wrong. <laughs> but 
what I'm trying to say, I, I, I don't agree with that statement. I, I feel it's it's a whole other thing that's being treated as um, something that's a part of something it's not necessarily not, in a sense. I got just Yeah, I, I know. I'm bad at explaining this. Like, like, a, like a pregnant woman doesn't come and show you or something and be like, look at my body. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's like compared to like removing your like uh, your spleen or something. Yeah, that, that's, a society, that's a societal adoption of nomenclature. Um, you don't you don't say look at your body because that's weird, <laughs> Gideon. No one goes up to you and says look at my body when they have a born child inside a or an unborn baby. My bad, inside of their womb. You don't just do that because <laughs> that, that I mean, that, come on, that's just weird. Um, honestly, that that's just something people have adopted because it's a, a future. Baby or future child or whatever you want to say it, so you're gonna just say, "Hey, look at my baby," because you know that's what it's gonna be when they get to see it outside of. Them. In my opinion, of course, I don't think that's factual necessarily. It's more of an opinionated thing. But yeah, I want uh, before we uh, get off on anything, I want to hear Gideon's uh, full argument so no, I, I can hear, understand. I want to hear yours first. You want to hear mine first? Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't necessarily think that it's a, a woman's right thing. Like, I'm not, like, pushing for, like, yeah. like, equality of choice or anything because, like, there's no men involved, so I don't think it's, like, a gender thing at all, obviously, because the man's not the one giving birth. The man's not the one that's pregnant. Uh, however, I do think that in a lot of cases, and, of course, I only support abortion to the first trimester, in a lot of cases, there are just way too many factors uh, that would uh, involve a woman needing an, abo- uh, an abortion of sorts in order to um, n- not worry about having the child for both viability reasons for the woman, for the child, um, and in general, just the, the stability of the woman's life. Uh, because it, 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 having a child is such a, a large, de- a big deal. And when I say child, I mean baby. I'm, I, I flip-flop I between you. the two. Just know that I mean baby. Um and having a baby is such a big thing for a woman that, like, if they're not prepared, and I'm not saying that, like, the rape and incest cases is, like, a whole other thing, but if it's just, and, like, the baby was not planned at all, I feel like it's just, it's such a big jump in life, and that a lot of teenage pregnancies, a lot of even uh, young adult pregnancies, which is, like, 53%, I think, was the statistic, correct me if I'm wrong, were, like, in between the ages of 20 and 25, so that's very early in a, in a woman's life, and a baby. Um, this might be a wild statistic. I learned it a while ago, but it costs like an average of a million dollars throughout its full life. You're spending a lot of money on having a baby, and I feel like the the like the, I don't the best. That's, that's probably an yeah. estimated amount. I don't think that's it, it's that's about eighteen I'm years old. Sure that- yeah, yeah. The, the average amount for a child is like eight thousand. Makes a million dollars in their lifetime. So I don't know about that one. No, I think that's true. It's yeah, it's it's so. true, but I mean it's whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's definitely true. Uh, so it just seems true, it just yeah. seems over it, the top. It's it's over the top because that's how much you pay on a child, both insurance, uh, yeah, exactly. like taxes for anything you buy for that baby. A lot of money yeah, goes to that child. About fourteen thousand dollars annually. I'm not saying it's a million, but it's a lot. All right, and yeah, you're right. Young, Actually, you're right. I looked up statistics. Fifty-five thousand on them a year. On, yeah, on a I, sl- I looked up the statistics. A year it's, up until the a, wait, guys. Uh, wait. So it's almost fourteen thousand dollars annually, and it's uh for a child from birth to age seventeen, it's about twenty-three, two hundred thirty-three uh grand. 
so that would accumulate to more probably more than a million. A lot of money. If you if the if the I parent decides so. to. Um, All right, so a million was an again. estimate. So two hundred eighty eight thousand. Yeah. That's a house. That is a lot of money to spend on a child. I'm not saying that you should spend money on a child. I'm not saying that a child is you're not gonna agree with that fact. It's a fact, Gideon. So you I'm not gonna. And yeah, I, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't argue against it. But I. <laughs> I don't think that a parent is gonna spend fifty-five thousand dollars on their kid in the first. I mean, that's how much my dad makes. So like. Well, a parent spend their money on you, but they spend that money on average. on food, on yeah. insurance. Food is not I that mean, expensive. Most of the stuff is not directly towards you. It's food is not that expensive. Gideon, you have to feed a child three times. You don't think that adds up? But anyways, that's this is straying away. This is a tangent. I just yeah, this is a whole other argument by saying that I I, I just in facts. general think abortion <laughs> in the first trimester is not too much to ask for for a woman to have that option. Uh, I know it's a big thing to kill a baby. A baby. Uh, okay, kill a fetus. It's not a baby in the first trimester. Kill a fetus uh, inside your room. It's a big deal because that is a a, a form of life. I'll say. Uh, I just don't think it's a conscious or independent form of life. Therefore, I think that abortion first trimester is not, uh, should be an option. So, yeah. Antonio. So what you're saying, oh, God. All right, this is, this is, oh. this, this is what pops up on Google as soon as you search price of food a month. Um, it says $3,000 per year on a moderate budget. And this isn't for a child. This is for Get in. a grown just look person. Up. That's fair. Just look up for a child. Just look up, get in how much, just look up and get a counterfact or something. Get in. So, like, I cannot see that happening. I'm sorry. Um, get in. If you could look that up, just look up um, how much for a child. 245000 to the age of 18. A year? To the age of 18. Oh, to the age of 18. So, uh, Antonio, yeah. I'm going to... Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, you said yeah, uh, the baby in the first trimester is nothing but a fetus. And, like, wait... Can you just, like you're saying it's just a it doesn't have it, it's not that big of a deal because it's just a fetus and it's not it's not its own independent self is that what you're saying? Just clarify that for me. Um, it cannot live outside the womb, uh, therefore so I don't think it even should count. It should not count as a person in the first trimester. No, but, uh, there's plenty of people that can't live without. Oh, that is such a bad benefit, argument, John. You don't understand. It is a good that argument. Not, it, that that is is not, not, it's not. not well, how is it bad? Whoa, 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 whoa. A baby how, can't live outside of the womb. Let me talk about how it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Just explain how it's bad. Because right. let's hear the evidence. So your it's argument is that a, man, a, a person that's in a coma or is in a state where they're not technically like brain alive, like their brain's not alive, right? That they because, can't live, yeah. What do you mean? They can't, if they can't live, they'd be dead, though. They'd be living. No, they can't live without like they can't live outside. The without, like, they uh, can't live without this machine or without. Eggs. Yeah, like in hospitals, well, people that has eggs. had consciousness already. That, that's why I think it's irrelevant because that per, that's a grown person uh, that already has been outside the womb, has been birthed, has um, lived long enough to like definitely be considered a human being. Uh, therefore, that you you'd act differently upon so, that situation so because that is a human being. If it's fully developed, then it's a person. Yeah, but if it's not arguing only first trimester because I think it should be an option. I'm not saying. Abortion should be the number one thing mothers go to. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it I mean, should be an option. We all agree on contraceptions is the best option, right? Contraceptions, yeah. best option. Yes. Everyone, yes. everyone agrees on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like pills, morning after pills. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's probably like like uh the one of the best like uh oh 
options, you know, where like you just realize you messed up, take a pill after, you know, morning after pill. Um, however, I, I just wanted before anyone else talks, just say one more thing um, that uh, I feel like um, when you say uh, there's cases like, what am I saying? There's like, if you say like rape, incest cases, it's hard to make that cutting, that, that chopping point, that line where you cut between a, a victim of rape being able to have an abortion, but someone who claims they're a victim of rape, someone who claims that their, their, their baby will be incest and will not live a successful like life outside the womb. I feel like it's hard to uh, like lawfully uh, create that line or boundary that's between a rape and incest, uh, premature, uh, premature birth, um, all these like, uh, like, baby issues you know like uh issues with inside the womb um so i feel like it's hard police report what if there's a police report that this person got raped even then there are these uh women out like with false rape claims false evidence things of that sort i just feel like it's too too many factors again too many factors to not allow for women to have that option that okay i think i think like i think that's between one and five percent antonio to be honest with you, I think most men that it's, are convicted of raping, I think that most men are, that can, are convicted of raping did rape. Actually, that's um, that's my yes. I think that. So I, if, I think if that Jeff, it's a uh, If Judge Kavanaugh, if Judge if Judge Kavanaugh got uh, found guilty, you would believe it? The fact that that's someone who's famous and they know that that's going to be researched and they still um, false, falsely accuse them of it, I feel like, like it. Well, we can much debate whether they're falsely accused or not. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I might stand. Yeah, I, I just don't understand that. I just don't understand that. I might stand with some of his stances, but I don't. I don't really. I can't say whether he raped her or not. I don't know. I don't know. Eight percent uh, of false rape charges are. are oh wait, eight percent of rape investigations are false. Eight percent. About um, rape victims and abortion. I found an interesting statistic while I was researching that um, a woman who who has been raped. Uh, and has four times more likely to die uh, due to suicide and stress. Um, and I feel like sometimes uh, either raising that child or adoption is honestly the best, the healthiest option for victims like that. And it's a very, it's a very sad and touchy subject. But I feel like the statistic is very interesting. I'm not saying you should go either way. You know, I, I'm not going to give my, I, I don't know if I have a true opinion on it. Cause you know, I don't, I, I don't have experience with that. I, I I'm not a woman. I, don't I mean, know. obviously, yeah, we don't. I don't feel like I don't feel like I don't feel like I have I have the right to like make that claim in a sense. But um, I feel like it's an interesting statistic. Would you guys like to comment on that? That's, yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes that, sense. I feel like it's kind of irrelevant. But really, what the depression right. amongst rape victims? Yeah, I feel like it's extremely irrelevant to abortion because. Well, one of the things about abortion is if it's if it's healthy for both the mother and the child. That's one of the main things about right. abortion. Yeah, the viability of the mother's health uh, to give birth to the child. Yeah, I agree. That, that's and if the health if the health worsens after the abortion, the abortion is not it's not good for the mother. That's the whole point. That's the whole. That's how it ties in. But the baby would be even worse for the mother, both medically and everything else with the mother's life. That could just be a burden. I guess well, in a sense, Women yeah. who do have abortions oftentimes do, do face um, depression or problems like that. Yes, of course. Oh, yeah, because it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing that happens. I, it, I mean, you know, it is a little irrelevant. I will agree with Antonio. It is a little irrelevant. Biologically, it produces a lot of um, hormones in the woman that make her want to 
pretty much nurture of a child. And so getting an abortion and having those uh, hormones, it kind of, I think it kind of conflicts with each other, which could lead to depression. So I think that's yeah. what he's trying to say. So, yeah, basically. And then it goes into what constitutes uh, depre- <clears throat> depression, both medical and just like self-reported. Um, I feel like the, the the statistic that you guys are reading might be a self-reported depression case, uh, not necessarily a medical depression, but that, that that's something that's like among the lines of like like a different argument that we might have at another time. But um, I want to hear John's uh, argument now that uh, has been made and things of that sort. So, oh, um, I just want to know like when when does it have value? Because you're saying like since it didn't have consciousness, then it's like not valuable. So then when does it have value? Like under what circumstances like can you have an abortion? When is it protected as a couple of arguments? When can it? Yeah. Well, as a person, um, I feel like it should be um at least like if I were to like settle, I'd be like the past the second trimester. But um type, like if I were to argue it, I'd feel like it'd be after birth that that baby is a person. What's well, the, then what's the special about the second trimester? Human protected. A protected you look, you entity. You don't look at an unborn fetus and you go, that that's a person. You don't you don't do that. Well, some people do. I mean I misspoke. Like, I, I don't agree with it. It sounds like it's fair to assume that everyone does that. No, it's not. And I mean biologically. And a person in one I, I misspoke. Sense, it's not a person, person because there's a difference between a person and a human. I I am kidding, not this. All right, listen. A person right. is someone who has, uh, like, characteristics of a person. Right. Like, I don't, think, I don't think it's a human. Okay, I, I change it. All right, don't, we don't have to get into this. I, I, I don't think it's a human being if it's still inside then the womb. When does it become a human? When it's birthed. When it's outside the womb and it can support its own life. And then what? You, Antonio, then I would be uh, full blown. I'd like all right, f- full, full, up until birth. <laughs> So yeah, I, I well, the baby it. can't necessarily but, support then, itself yeah, why aren't you until all the way up it's to, old enough uh, to, to walk. So basically, it's an adult, <laughs> in a sense, if you're gonna make that claim. I don't understand. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not a, a human. Being, it's a until being on its own. Therefore, I feel like you'd classify it as a human being. Um, if you want to go into the definition of a human being. Uh, it is a man, a woman, or a child of the species Homo sapiens, distinguished from other animals by superior mental development, power of articulate speech, and upright stance. A, ba- a fetus cannot even stand on its own. If you're going to go into like technicality, um, because it, it, it's not developed enough, uh, the brain's not developed enough, or at all in the first trimester. Um, and I just feel like. Uh, one second, one second, one second. I, I just don't understand what's so special about the second trimester that makes it the start of human life. For well, in the first trimester, you have you, you, you already have brain. you have a heartbeat already. You're, towards the end of the first trimester, but you have a heartbeat. You have indignative of a uh, a life, in my opinion, of an individual like consciousness. Then what is indignant? Uh, what what, what for you? Yeah. All right. So are you are you against animal cruelty laws? Oh my god, what is this? Um, yeah. <laughs> so so you think people shouldn't get punished for animal cruelty? Because uh, my yeah. point is that um uh, animals don't have a brain like we do. They don't have consciousness, right? They, so, like, they, have a brain and they do have consciousness, but yeah, keep going. Well that's actually 
a lot of most scientists I'd say don't believe that they do have consciousness or self. Um, well, that's definitely an, an opinion thing. I feel because it's hard that you can't. Really? It's impossible. I mean, it, we don't know anything about animals. I mean, we do know some about animals, but in the sense that we don't know enough. Animals, how do we conclude that they do not have consciousness? No, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. But we don't know enough about animals to really depict, like, in the sense of, like, talking to them, in a sense. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. They do not. But, like, I feel like animals is a bad example to bring. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's a bad example. I'm not not necessarily being Why why are you basing it off of cognitive ability? That's their, their ability to think and their ability to make decisions mentally and physically so i feel like that should be also consciousness why does that matter is because gideon's saying that animals do not have consciousness i'm just saying there's like i can go back Uh, i can just go back to the brain dead people bro just kill them right they can't think well it's the family's choice if they have been in a fatal accident and cannot live without an oxidized so you would, you would be okay with that tank. you'd be okay with that if the family decides it and the the, the person suffering will not live then yes i'm okay with no but what if, again, what if they wake nine up nine months? months what if they wake up in nine months okay if you know that they wake up in nine months then it, again it's up to the family same way that abortion's up to the family mainly the mother you're just like so, discriminating <laughs> against people with lower brain function than people that do at that point. Well, there is an inherent difference between someone who's brain dead and someone who's not brain dead. So, yes, I am discriminating against the two uh, because they're you can... All right. You, if you believe in killing those people because they like, can't think. It's the family's choice legally, John. What do you want me to say about it? That's how it is. You believe in that. I'm just saying, bro. Look at if you think it's immoral to have someone who'd be alive in nine months? I'm, I'm asking you that. That would be me that. saying I'm pro-life. Because you I'm guys ask- are just twisting this argument to I'm be like that. I'm asking if you, morally. I'm asking morally. Okay. I feel like if, this debate's gone in so many different that directions. The had conscious for, let's just say, like 10 years, it's an 11 uh-huh. year old. The person had conscious for 10 years, they're brain dead, they had been in a car accident. I feel if you know for a fact, which, first yeah. of all, that's. Yeah, it's like not almost impossible. There's, there's no, a lot of fact. factors that go into that. Yeah, there's a lot of factors. Uh, comas can just end, and the, the person's life just ends. But that's another that's another thing. Um, if you know for a fact that it's going to be alive in nine months, I feel it's immoral to, to kill that person right. in the coma. And well, you can see the heartbeat. I mean, like, the technology is advanced now. It's not like we're back yeah, in the well, 19, fetuses 1900s. Have heartbeats like, eight months in. Heart- I'm, but, not say, I'm not saying heartbeats indicative of. An individual. That's not what I was trying to say. I was trying to say like, that a conscious. Is that in a sense of like saying that mm. saying that um, of course you know. I, I guess I'm saying I agree with Antonio on his analogy here, because of course you're going to see you know, they're be able to make that decision because they're going to see the heart rate because technology is advanced now. Back in the old days, um, when they weren't, they didn't know what comas were necessarily. They would bury them, and then they'd strap a rope around their wrist with a bell, and then if they woke up, the bell would ring, and then they'd know they woke up. So we don't have that. We actually have things that can de- – I forgot what it's called again. But we have things that can detect your heartbeat. You can detect if a human being is alive. Yeah. So. Um, I feel like it's, uh, it's really hard. Like – if you're walking on thin ice for being pro-choice and you're walking on thin ice for being pro-life to the first trimester, or like pro-choice to the first trimester, being pro-life uh, for all the trimesters and uh, or just the development of the baby, because 
it's um, we have not had the the medical practices, the medical equipment to determine whether or not a fetus has a mental consciousness. I don't think it's the medical equipment. Well, it's that no one's, science history is not really like a. I think we have the technology because we've already found so much out, so much about just you know birth itself. I feel like it's more of a thing of defining when life starts. That's been the a the age-old um, scientific question that's yet to be answered. And what did you say, Gideon? I was saying that the question here is whether um even even if the fetus doesn't have a conscious, even if that's true, would it would it still be protected? Would it still be? Uh, should um, it still? That's the real question. Everything goes down to that's the determination real. of. Oh wait, are you saying that's the like the rhetoric, the rhetoric question? That that's like what we're asking. Like, you you feel that? If the baby. Not, oh my god! I keep saying baby. If the fetus, are you saying in the first trimester? Yeah, we can say if that. It not, if it was proven that it did not have consciousness. And I'd wholeheartedly support the ability to have an abortion to the end of the first trimester if, if it was scientifically proven that the baby did not have consciousness. Uh, I'm a little bit on the fence here. You guys have managed to convince me. Uh, I, I feel like I'm not necessarily pro-life yet. Um, I'm still waiting for like a proper... You, you like, are pro-life, actually. The proper bank moment? Past the first trimester, I think that like okay, hardcore... Like, I think that hardcore Democrats and leftists... Yeah, what yeah, um, think that you're pro life because you support it up until the first trimester, and that's oh, yeah. like no, really I, conservative. I definitely, I definitely think I definitely think I'm pro life. I just feel like the first trimester, I don't think it should count as an individual life. Therefore, I think I should support abortion. Today. I want to see. Do none of you guys agree with that? I mean, I don't know. I, I I think I'm starting to agree with you. Like I'm pro life still. Just like. Just because you don't like, if they're allowed to like kill it within like, well, I don't it's, like, know because I haven't really understood like, your okay, point, right? Antonio. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, why the first yeah. trimester? Antonio's not the second. point makes sense. Like, they're not even like they can't even think yet, you know. So it's like they're exactly. never they're never gonna think. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the maybe the maybe like right before. It. Like, it has to but be like it's... super early though, and then like okay, but like these people but, want but, it all the way to the first trimester. They don't like that. Okay, but here's my question: If why does that matter if the baby still doesn't have a voice when it's in the womb? Why does that matter? What do you mean? I'm, I'm, I don't understand. Like, why does it matter that, like, your point is that his, his brain isn't developed, so therefore it's okay to be aborted, right? Yeah. Well, that's like why the does main that thing. matter? Why does that if matter? You can never, it, it won't be, like, how does that affect it necessarily? Like, I'm just wondering, I'm just trying to find out your point here. Um, so you're asking. Like, what's the big effect of that? What's the big the, reason this... for that? Why is that such a big deal? All right, well, um, when you get an abortion, uh, like hopefully in the first trimester, obviously, uh, as that's my argument, um, yeah. it's you're getting you're, – you're ridding yourself of the life within your womb. Um, the, the, I, I guess you could say bundle of cells. I know Gideon makes fun of me when I say bundle of cells, uh, but that baby's not oh, – keep saying baby. That fetus is not developed enough to where I feel it would be an individual life. And I feel like what determines an individual life is consciousness. And I feel like the brain's not even anywhere near being developed enough to gain any sort of consciousness in the first trimester. Therefore, you should have an abortion in the first trimester. So is that morally based or is that scientifically based? It's both morally and scientifically based. Uh, when you look at a progression chart of a baby in the first trimester, you'll notice that the brain is barely developed. It's not 
not developed at all, depending on the baby's development. It's subjective. Um, well, being subjective what, is like what differentiates, what differentiates between the first and second trimester, as Scott's question was, is uh, that the baby's brain starts to grow larger and the baby starts to gain um a an, a sex uh the scalp pattern develops baby's eyes move baby's toenails develop baby begins to hear baby develops protective coating the baby. nails actually develop in the first trimester the what the nails i mean that's not relevant I'm 15 weeks after conception me. toenails appear uh, according to i, I, I read it was 12 but well this is uh okay um the baby Anyways. can suck his or um Baby's hair becomes visible. Fingerprints or and footprints form. Baby's skin is wrinkled. Baby responds to your voice. Baby's lungs develop, and then the second trimester is over. So that's all development within the second trimester. And I feel like what differentiates abortion in the first as opposed to the second is that the baby's starting to grow into a human being. And I feel like it's so. It's more of a moral thing to me because it starts to look like a baby, and when it looks like a baby, and you can see that in the ultrasound. You grow an, uh, an emotional or, or physical, t- both emotional and physical attachment to that baby. And that's why it should be uh, illegal, in my opinion. I don't think you can base anything off morals because slavery, people are like, oh, that doesn't look like a person to me. No, they're not a person. Like, that's, that, that, that was the exact argument they used back then. So morals is not true, but your science base. Does relate to slavery at all? Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. People thought that, that black people weren't humans. People thought black people weren't humans, so therefore they didn't have rights. And you're saying the same but thing. Black people had their consciousness. They had the the ability saying, to I'm live on their that. own. I'm just saying that well, you're well, making you're differences. That they, they didn't assume black people were human beings, or they like didn't look you know, like humans. Yeah, they said they like they didn't look like them, so they weren't well, them. Let's just say people admitted that babies or fetuses look like humans, it wouldn't change the fact that we're not enslaving them, so we're not going to like change no, anything about that. I'm just saying there's no rights, so you're, you're just deciding everything for them. I'm not deciding... It's not even a moral thing. I'm telling you, scientifically, what happens in development in the second as opposed to the first I know, but you said morally, it starts looking like a human. So that's why you yeah. kill it. Yeah. 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 That's so the that's reason, moral. yeah. That's moral. That is a moral. I, I specify that that's a moral thing. And that's like not a very yeah, that's good my opinion. It's not a very good opinion because it's the same opinion. Well, I've, already, I've already it's argued every other thing. thing. No, I'm saying it's a moral thing as well. I'm just saying that's morals is just not a good way to bring in. Right, well, let's try away from morality. Yeah. Um, bring in the facts. Do you, have, do you have an argument? So that? I'm going to bring in some facts about okay. the first trimester. Nice. The fact that it's okay. Okay, so here's the thing. Your whole point is that it's not developed yet. Why are you going to strip the strip? that life away from the baby when it has potential to um, become a, uh, I guess I don't really necessarily what I'm trying to say, but why are you saying, are you, oh, what am I trying to say? What? Okay, I'll get better at this throughout the podcast, everybody. <laughs> but, um, how, why are you denying it its potential to become um, functionable? Like, why are you cutting it off there? It's, again, it's like walking on thin ice when you argue like um, consciousness in the womb and um, like individuality, things of that sort. Uh, can you like restate the question? In a sense, like, why do you deny him that potential of becoming um, All right. more conscious in your no, That's definitely my, the best argument is that like nine months it's going to be alive. Why are you aborting a baby? Uh, it, it, it really goes down to the financial and health 
uh, burden that the baby would cause if given birth to. And I feel like the latest that you should make that decision to get rid of that baby or to not have that baby is the first trimester because the baby isn't fully developed. But, uh, well, the, the consequences of that is probably from, uh, since you're not mentioning rape or incest, probably unprotected sex. So that's, like that's their fault. Minority percentage. Yeah, I so it's their fault. It's their fault. We have a lot of issues with uh, not educating about very poor education on sex ed. But do you want to give them the get out of jail free card for free? It's not a crime to kill the baby. As we know through laws, it's not a crime. So why are you saying get out of jail free card? I'm just saying because they got themselves in that situation and they're getting out of it without consequence. All right. Well, I feel like if it was you in that situation that you'd definitely want to weigh out, right? I mean, it it really goes down to the financial I and moral. I guess, burden. I guess it's okay if you're like early, like you set off. That's so, that's like okay. That's what I'm saying. Like I definitely disagree with the the like, Democrats I, in New York who are yeah. aborting babies in the, the the final trimester, as that's de- definitely can live off an incubator off of itself in the third trimester. You can give birth to that baby. What? In fact, they do give birth to that baby. They give birth to that baby. They kill the baby, then they give birth to it anyway. So I'm like. Why, why don't you just not kill the baby and then give birth to it? Because you're going to do that anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? In that so case, it's, like, it's way too late, in my opinion. Uh, it's way too late. Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. Even with first trimester, I could see the arguments for why that's too late. Um, again, I don't think it's enough to, to, to stray me into being completely pro-life yet. Although, I wouldn't say I'm completely pro-life. I'm just arguing yeah. for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the point of this podcast that we're just voicing our opinions because you know I've yeah. stayed stubborn. I've I've stayed so, uh, I'm torn stubborn. between being completely pro life and supporting exceptions. I'm torn between that. Yeah, I think yeah. everyone is. I don't think anyone. No, no, getting no, getting pro life. Not everyone, but in you're, a sense. like you like. What do you accept? Getting what? What are the exceptions? All right. So obviously, so my my principle is that um, that the person, and because of that principle, I think that it's protected under law. Uh, not, not that it's a person necessarily, but that it's protected by law. Is of Title 18, Code 8, and then um, uh, 1111, and it says, basically, this is from Cornell um, Law, and it says that uh, murder is the unlawful killing of a human being. And usually, killing is only lawful if it's in self-defense hmm. or if you're in the army or something like that. So I'm wondering, why do we accept it if it's abortion also? Because human life, that's what it says. It doesn't say a person. So, like, so, yeah. it's arguable. Like, someone who is unconscious is arguably, you could argue that it's not a person because it can't yeah. do anything that a person can do, right? So that's a debate in itself. And th- so if I were to go and kill, if I went and I killed someone in a hospital who was in a vegetative state, um, I'm, I'm going to trial and probably going to jail for murder because I killed a human. Not because I killed a person, because I killed a human. Mm-hmm. And I think that the fact that it has human DNA, that it is just an underdeveloped oh, terms of human homo DNA. sapien. But <laughs> you go around killing mushrooms, you think that's murder? Mushrooms have human DNA. Um, I don't think DNA is good. How much? Is a good, how, much how much? Uh, it's like fifty-seven percent. I can look it up. Oh yeah, like we monkeys. hundred like monkeys too. Like, can you kill a monkey, Gideon? Can you kill yeah, a monkey? Monkeys have... Actually, monkeys are monkeys are protected. Actually, oh yeah, that's right, they are. It's like, but are you are you gonna get charged with murder? Or are you gonna get charged with like? 
killing a monkey. Are you charge animal cruelty or like yeah, probably I don't know, like right, uh, or something. But, but, but obviously, those aren't a hundred percent human DNA. But I like that point, Gideon, like, because if we found uh, like a human embryo on another planet, then that then the headlines would be human life on on that planet, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. In a sense, yeah. Yeah. So, are you allowed to kill that embryo? Are you allowed to kill that embryo? Well, I'd hope not, but I don't. I don't know. Actually, that's no. All right. No. We're gonna get to wrapping things up. Okay. I think we've expressed. All right, cool. Um, Great podcast. I feel, I feel, um, my last like argument here is um. Well, it's a question for the people who are still 100% pro-life. Is it the brutality of the abortion in the first trimester that is getting you? Not necessarily. No. I think it's more of no, the, just know. the action itself. I think the, the, the action of, of, of killing an unborn baby is brutality enough. Well, you just, I don't think that it's a brutality. I think, I think if, if that, if you can, if, I mean, I know this is like, um, I don't know what fallacy this is. It, it, I don't know, but um, if if you can't prove that it's not a human, and like an animal, like if you took a a dog and you put it in front of me, you could prove that it's not a human, right? Mm. You can't prove or a person, but you can't prove that the fetus is not anything. So I think that we should give it the uh, benefit of the doubt. That's what I think, and I think that it's not because it's brutal to kill it because if that's not a person, then I'm all right with it. I'm all right with hunting and fishing and all that. So I'm all right with killing fetuses if they're not people. My problem is that I believe that they're people and that 50% of the United States believes that they're protected, that they should be protected anyway. And that the government's job, in my opinion, and as, as in my reading of the Constitution, is not, not to give handouts, not to, not to do any of that. The government's true job, its only job, is to make sure that your rights are not infringed on. The rights of life, liberty, and property. That's what it comes down to, all those amendments. Life, liberty, and property. And I feel that these rights are deserved to all people, regardless of how developed they are or how what, what problems they might have in the future. Is that an ambigu- ambiguity fallacy, Gideon? Uh, it could be. I don't know. But, Double um, meanings. It's the same thing uh, that goes with the Roe versus Wade, where you can easily, like slander what the constitution has to say to fit your agenda and that's an ambiguity yeah, also, also it's called um, a lot of people think that they're slandering the constitution to fit their agenda when they wrote exactly. that so it's a subjective thing therefore it's an ambiguity fallacy alright but you, you you agree with me though that you can't prove that it's not a person uh, okay, uh, that's, why such, that's why I said it's like walking on thin ice because if there is medical evidence that proves that it is in a conscious state, then I would definitely be pro-life like you guys, but there just isn't. And I feel like you can't just cancel that well, option. Conscious state doesn't make a person, necessarily. Uh, to, to Antonio Morley, yes, it does. Well, wait, what? I said to you morally, that's, yes, it does. What that's does? you draw the line. Uh, consciousness. Uh, Makes you a person. Yeah, that's definitely one of the main factors: consciousness, the ability to survive outside without yeah. any sort of um, what about, extra. What about divers who lay down under and they can't survive without like an oxygen? He already said this. He said that um, that's one. If they had conscious before. Yeah, I mean they, that's like that's obviously very scientifically proven to be a human being that's alive and well by itself so i feel like that's a very like temporary argument and of course that person's not gonna be underwater the rest of their life um 
and yeah, I just don't think it has any relevance. Well, with that, with that argument, you said well, maybe it's not gonna be in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've reached we've reached the, the problem, official hour mark. You can't you can't draw a line like you can't you can't yeah, say. Well, this is yeah, that'll that's happen why, with any anything. Banning abortion, you can't draw a line. You can't say, oh, only abortion for rape and incest cases. It's not that. It's not that easy. If you can't draw and, a line, then maybe you shouldn't draw a line. You understand? Dang, what I mean? That's that's a good quote. Um, that's the quote of the episode. What do you mean? Elaborate. If you can't draw a line, you can't. You shouldn't have. Like, if you can't say, uh, it's all right to abort now, then maybe you shouldn't say it's all right to abort at all. What? If yeah. your yeah, argument is that rape and cases are the only cases that abortion should be, not me. I'm saying abortion should be in all cases because you cannot draw that line. Yeah, you're the opposite of what Gideon's saying. <laughs> all these ambiguities. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, anything, Are you saying goodbye, Scott? Any last words? Any final Scott, points? I guess so. um, Scott, you want to have a final point? Yeah, Scott. Yeah. Final point? I stated my stand. I, honestly, I think Gideon summed up the best what I represent for. Right. <laughs> I'm not just a Gideon right. point. I couldn't have summed it up better, to be honest with you. Gideon? All right, so Antonio, just to, just to clarify, you believe that it's a life, right? A, a, a form of life, I wouldn't say. Yeah, yeah, it's a form so, of it's life. It's a life, right? All right. Yeah. And you agree that it's a human life, right? It's not a human life. That's the same thing that we have in us. Same thing. It's still not a human life. It's a uh, human life. Science is a, a human life. Now, now, whether we believe it's a valuable human life, or that it has a, protection, it's not a fully developed human life. No, it's not. It goes down to so it's not a human. It's not a human life. It's not a fully developed human life. It's it's a, the cells are alive. So you could argue that yes, it's a life. But if it's a human life, or it's a human it, life. No, you can't prove that. It's a ph- philosoph- philosophical term, human life. It's not a philosophical human one. It's the DNA of a human. It's the, human. It's, the de- it's the DNA of a human. It's not like... And it's it's going to okay. develop into that. So it is Can we just prove the argument that if it has the DNA of a human... That but he's saying 100%. He's saying 100%, though. Obviously. Right, 100% human DNA. Yeah, sure. It's a human, it's a human life. life. Yeah, okay. Now, where we disagree, it. where you disagree is when it becomes uh, uh, a person protected, a, a per, someone, an entity protected by the Constitution. That's where we disagree. And um, while it's a hard thing to draw, yeah. state laws, yeah. yeah. While it's a hard line to draw when it does become protected, I, I don't think we really can do that at all. I think that we should give it the benefit of the doubt. And well, you see, Gideon, so, yeah. the reason think... why half of the country disagrees with that. Because they well, think... I know, I'll tell you why that. I'll tell you why. Because they're yeah. irresponsible, <laughs> and they, they got pregnant before they should have. You know how That's many? That's a good point. 86%. I'm pretty sure. It's, let me see. Goop matcher. Goop matcher. Um, 86% of abortions weren't because of health reasons. Damn. They were because they, they didn't have money, or they, they did it too early, or something like that. They didn't feel responsible enough. They shouldn't have had it had to get an abortion. They should have used contraceptions. And I think that I think that is something that Planned Parenthood does very well. I I, I actually inform them on this their um sexual education. 
I, I like that. I'll yeah, tell you that sense. much. But I don't think they're based on sexual education. Get in. In Florida, in Florida, listen, Florida is the only state I'm pretty sure in the whole U.S. that um writes down the reason why the woman got an abortion, right? Uh-huh. And they said in 2015 that 95 percent were unrelated to health, were unrelated to anything, and less than one percent, or, or and, a little and, tiny and, bit and more. In one state, in one state with specific laws that might not inter- intertwine with other states, but yeah. I mean, I see, I see that argument. I, uh, I would agree with you that it is due to irresponsibility. But why shouldn't we give them that option? Still, we all make mistakes. It's, it's a human thing to make a mistake. Uh, sometimes the mistakes uh, draw more consequences than other ones. Uh, sometimes the mistake may draw a human life, uh, as we've just uh, agreed on that that's a human life um, due to the fact that it's made of consistent 100% human DNA. Um, however, I don't think it's fair to just completely cut off that option because they made a mistake. So many things happen with mistakes. Uh, so, <laughs> this is gonna sound funny, but what if what if I'm a mistake and my parents suddenly decide that they don't want me anymore? They, should they be able to have, kill me? Well, no, because no. you're fully developed and you live outside the womb. All right, so I'm protected. That's why, just because I'm protected by the Constitution. Uh, by yeah, I guess it's your human right to be alive. Um, I don't that, the, the where where we disagree obviously is that the the baby huh, the fetus does not have the right of a that of a civilian or uh, like a fully developed human would have right that's like the main point in the first trimester yeah yeah um, yeah it's, again I don't think there's enough evidence for me to uh, influence or persuade you to be a hunt, like pro choice to the first trimester obviously we don't know if that baby's conscious uh, we don't know. Is also that it's not really a, not really an evidence-based argument either, from either side. Pro-choicers, yeah. like, they can't. It's just that's the problem with this argument. Also, is that you can't really bring any evidence into it because we can't prove that it's a person. Obviously, we can't prove that it's um, not a person. We can prove that it's a human life. We can prove that, and so that's 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 all the evidence I need. It's just moral. I mean, you know, it's morals. And the fact that it's stem cells also. So, like, it's not, like, skin cells. Like, I mean, obviously, if you find skin cells, that's not a person. Those are stem cells that are going to develop into a person. So, yeah. Um, Scott, do you want to say anything? Uh, it's going to be a longer episode. It's a very uh, elongated topic. Sorry, um, we're, I'm, we're, I think we're very passionate about it. I'm yeah, very passionate. Are, um, I am too. I am too. I don't think I've gotten my points across. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, I feel like everything that's been discussed has been really good. Gaines kind of just the captain of the ship right now. <laughs> I'm nah. serious. Though, like, I, I'm not like, making an excuse for not having. Like, oh, I yeah. seriously think like Gaines is playing this I believe that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Gideon said, it's um, I, I really. It's kind of impossible to change his mind. He's kind of really set on pro-life, and there's not enough evidence to. So I feel like arguing is kind of... I feel like, though, it's going to be very interesting. This debate is going to shift through the coming years, uh, depending how... You know, especially if abortion goes back to the Supreme Court. It's a 5-4 uh, to the conservatives. Yeah, you we'll know. See. So we'll see. Definitely, this will be an inter- This will be a topic that will go on for who knows how long. <laughs> we'll probably go on about this again in a different podcast eventually. Yeah, we'll, we'll Wait, be in college. People actually want to do it <laughs> because no one wanted to do it. College kids approach to politics. College kids. <laughs> no, I definitely, I definitely to politics. Seniors approach see, to politics. I started. I started this podcast, and I think this is what we'll close on. I, I started this podcast 
um, not only so we could uh, rationalize our political and uh, just moral position on current day issues, uh, but I feel like it's the whole point that we should be able to voice our opinions. Uh, like throughout my life in school, uh, I haven't been like very uh, like open about my political opinions, my political voice due to like fear of judgment or just fear of, um, I don't know, like people would view me differently. I guess that's sort of the same thing as judgment. Um, And I just feel like having this podcast is like such a a great way to unite uh, us like high schoolers and, uh, and have our our voice like, you know, integrated into uh, just the school uh, people and like us. Yeah. And I agree a hundred percent. I definitely think that we need to get our opinion out and although some people may disagree with it. We've already got opinion. <laughs> we've already got people on Twitter who are are wanting us to not voice our opinions, and that's funny yeah. to me. And that's a whole reason are, these, for the podcast. Yeah, right. and these are, these are adults, by the way. These aren't other teenagers, so it's not even that issue with other students judging us. It's more like adults judging us. Um, you know, I guess it's just common sense to not should have a, the ability to voice their opinion. That's why I started this podcast because. It should not. I feel like teenagers have the ability to dis, uh, distinctively like place themselves in politics, and I feel like that shouldn't be disregarded, and, and it should be integrated into a society um, that teenagers can have a voice too. Like I, I'm a firm believer, a firm, firm. I'm a firm uh, believer that, uh, that like if it ever came to it, I feel like we'd be capable of voting as well. Yeah. Maybe eventually. That, that's Three definitely years. a topic for Three another years, podcast. Guys. Yeah, dude, actually, that probably is one of the most relevant topics we'll probably have. As yeah. Characters. I can vote for next us, election, especially. so. Yeah. <laughs> Scott. I make um, age. Yeah, and especially with the, the backlash of the liberal media against uh, people who support Trump. Uh, like, if you support Trump, then you're, like, uh, outcast to, like, 50% of the country. Yeah. You wear a Trump hat to school. There's like videos, and these are anecdotal, cool, yeah. but there's videos where like they, I wouldn't say evacuated, but like that's kind of the term because like that was a weird video. There's a there. lot. Yeah, I think there's a lot more to that story. I don't know. I, I think I don't know. That's a I weird mean, story. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of examples yeah. of the MAGA hat. That's a very interesting one, I think, because yeah, like it relies on background information. I do have the full story somewhere on my computer, but yeah, I mean. It's just things like that where, like, voicing your opinion is not popular. We can definitely, that can be definitely popular? a topic. Yeah, has it been popular throughout history? I'm not sure. I don't think so. No, opinions I mean, have been shut down throughout history. Yeah. yeah. That's, why, that's why just now, like, the, the, the civil rights movement and women's suffrage, that these things are just now upcoming because we're developing as a society. And now we're realizing that opinions should be over across all demographics, not just majority so yeah and uh to close i feel like we had a productive discussion i feel like uh it wasn't I mean, too uh decisive but that's okay because there's not enough evidence i uh, feel to make a complete completely change your mind however i yeah. hope i did uh or I hope gideon or i or john or scott or jd uh, that was in for uh, like, JD that, did, that left at the end um did um, maybe introduce some new information or maybe even change your mind. Uh, we'll definitely do a part for... two to this so we can yeah. finalize. We'll do a part two with more people. Um, yeah. Hopefully we'll it's have like some... an intro, pretty much. 
different perspectives. Uh, it's yeah. definitely the largest topic, in my opinion. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some different perspectives, uh, more female perspectives, more across the political spectrum. Uh, but uh, thank you for sticking through this hour and 12 minutes of uh, <laughs> arguing. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, thank you again for supporting our podcast. We've got uh, 250 views now in total so that's crazy i mean that's a lot of people and i'm glad yeah uh, was like this our fourth episode this third? is our fourth episode third yeah fourth, fourth. Yeah. yeah wow yeah that's yeah. crazy all right peace out guys remember i'm still signal and it's valentine's day tomorrow so john signal please give him love uh yeah oh, have a good night, I'm good night. Good night. Bye, guys. thank you thank you get in thank you Vian. really